You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Second down and 12. Flacco looks. Flacco end zone. Touchdown. A dime to Najoku. And Joe Flacco with another elite throw. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I was I was kind of hoping that Jake would play the same highlight coming back from break again with Flacco to Amari Cooper. Ian Eagle, once again with the call this past week, and no shortage of Joe Flacco highlights because he threw for 9 million yards and hopefully will win Comeback Player of the Year. Hashtag Comebacko when it's all said and done for the Cleveland Browns. All right, pro sports better Rob Bazola, Brian Baldinger will join us next hour. Eric Eager in hour number three. Tim Brando to kick off the power hour. And basically everything else on the show today besides for the guests and the bets at the end of the show for the NBA and the National Hockey League will be our breakdown. P-squared, B-squared, Week 17 in the National Football League. Let's take it away here, guys. Let's play the imaging, then we'll, uh, we'll get, to the, uh, get to the games. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your blood. Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. All right, buddy, let's start Thursday Night Football with hashtag our guy, Joe Flacco. Uh, you know going to use Joe Flacco this year? The Jets. <laughs> How many yeah. wins would the Jets have if Flacco had just stepped in for Aaron Rodgers in week one yeah. instead of Zach Wilson? Uh, so tomorrow night, Cleveland win and in the postseason. Very unlikely. Uh, not 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 like 100% no chance, but unlikely that the Browns can win the AFC North. Looks like that'll be the Ravens' division. But uh, still a chance for the Browns, but the Browns clinch a wild card spot at the very least with a win tomorrow night against the New York Jets. The Browns bet out to a 7.5-point home favorite. The total is 34.5. Now, Trevor Simeon gets another start for the Jets. Zach Wilson remains in concussion protocol for Gang Green, so Trevor Simeon will start again tomorrow night. And for what it's worth, they did score 30 points against the Commanders on Sunday, helped by some just in- incredibly hysterical Washington Hideous. turnovers early in the yeah. game, including one with Jamison Crowder like threw the ball to a player on the Jets, like he thought it was rugby, <laughs> and like it's just like what's happening? Here? It's like near the sideline. Like, well, How did that ball not go out of bounds? Too. That was like it was like an impossible play. That's like the Trevor honestly, Lawrence fumble against the Ravens. We just go like, how did this happen? It's almost a play where there should almost be like a federal investigation into that play. Right. Like, I, like it's the just UNLV like what's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, Simeon will start for the Jets. Now, we do have just one piece of injury news here on Amari Cooper. Uh, he's listed as questionable officially for tomorrow night with a heel injury. And, like, look, you play fantasy football at UC receiver and heel injury, and the first thing you think is Hollywood Brown. 
uh, because uh, it basically rendered him inefficient or didn't play in games for about a month. So hopefully that's not the case for Amari, who's just coming off like a flame-throwing performance, obviously, against the Texans, setting the Browns' singles uh, game receiving record. So that's the point spread in the game. Now we also have Ken, Kevin Stefanski, as the co-favorite for Coach of the Year at BetMGM, along with Dan Campbell of the Lions, who the betting market says are pretty likely to lose on Saturday night on the road in Dallas against the Cowboys. And Joe Flacco, now the second choice for comeback player of the year behind DeMar Hamlin. Baker Mayfield, not too far behind. So maybe we could weave in some uh, some of the award. We'll save a lot of it for tomorrow. But I uh, figured, I think we haven't been on for a couple of days. And I think people are probably sure. want to hear our thoughts on all this stuff here. So we can talk about the game, Ken, and then we can talk about some of the award stuff as well. Yeah, and worth noting, just I would weave, I'd, we, since we're weaving, since we're doing so much weaving, allow me to... To get my uh, get my needles out here, some needlepoint. Uh, Miles Garrett, kind of co-favorite for defensive player of the year too, along with Micah Parsons, and they've kind of been flip flopping depending on the book that you check your prices at, who's favored and who's not. Garrett favored now in a, in a couple places, whereas Parsons was the favorite basically everywhere. Uh, they have the same number of sacks this year for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> certainly a, a game that like feels like a coronation event. Like that's kind of like the vibe that you get. It's like a standalone game at home against a bad team. And they win and they clinch a playoff spot, which was kind of like this impossible task in the middle of the year. And keep in mind, like, I know they made it with Baker Mayfield a couple of years. Like, a franchise that for a few decades here has not had a lot of tremendous success. So even though they made it a couple of years ago, like, really, like, something to be celebrated, honestly. So, you know, crowd will be awesome, obviously, too. Um, from an awards standpoint, what do you want to do first? You want to do the game or the awards? Like, the market or the awards? Uh- why don't we clear the game? Because I think the game is sure. like less interesting than the awards. Uh, game-wise here, we could have like a teaser conversation if you'd want to tease the Browns. Um, I would only, at, at the current number, I would only bet the Jets. Especially if Amari Cooper is not going to be 100%. Jets defense is still good. It's a huge number to lay with Cleveland. Not that they can't win the game like 20-6. to 6, Of course they can. Um, so that's just my, my thought on the game, Ken, is I would only bet. I might bet 7.5 with the Jets. On a, I don't know that they're going to win, but that's the only side that I would bet in the game. Yeah, I I would not lay Cleveland at the current price. Uh, I don't know if I would bet the Jets at the current number. Like I, I kind of like them at that just at that more, anything more than a touchdown. Insanely low, not insanely low, a very low total in the game. But look, like it's if you're like, well, you know, this is an overreaction because it's you know the Browns can can make a play, make the playoffs or whatever. Just you know the Jet the Jets barely closed three at home to Washington a couple days ago. Like you're gonna you know with, with a, a game with home field advantage, whatever you think that's worth. Like, yeah, they're going to turn around and travel on a short week with the same quarterback that everybody th- still thinks stinks. That's why the market last week closed that number. And they're going to play this team in this situation where the defense for Cleveland plays way better generally at home. Like, yeah, it's going to be about a touchdown. Like, of course, that's what it's about. And it's that's not like an angle to make a bet. Just, you know, you, you, the more you think about these markets when we get to the end of the year, the more they'll make sense to you about like kind of why they are what they are and why, you know, Cleveland is viewed as minus 350 on the money line, very likely to win the game. Uh It'd be interesting. I haven't priced either of these options yet. I'm going to guess a Browns two-team six-point teaser is going to pay a little better than a minus 350. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. Um, so the, the teaser is going to be a better option there if you like them to win the game and you find something else to pair it with than just like, you know, putting them in a money line parlay or including them to win. So I agree with that angle. That's more just like a math conversation, I guess. Uh, if I had to bet the game, what would I do? Like maybe the Jets just, I mean, God, like seven and a half with Amari Cooper questionable. And we're still just going to hold seven and a half in the game, by the way. Like that's, 
That's a little funny. Um, Brown's obviously playing with like half a team the entire year. Yeah, they've outperformed expectations, but um, could see it being like a Cleveland by three low scoring kind of a game um, where they they're very likely to win. And I agree with that. But yeah, even I didn't look Cleveland at this by be seven, like, you win, right? Sure. Even Brown's by seven. A total 34 and a half too. I mean, it just, you know, how, how many, how, what's a realistic point projection in this game? So I, I think it's, you know, if you want to tease Cleveland, I, I don't disagree with that at all. If you want to play the Jets more than a touchdown or, or I guess, I guess you don't want to wait because the idea is if Cooper misses, like you might actually lose the seven and it might close seven in the game if that happens um, off his tremendous performance. So market kind of makes sense to me. Uh, doesn't, first time I saw it did not really make me want to make a bet. I'm always a little nervous about when you get these events where like the team can clinch something and the market almost gets bet like it's a certainty they will win because like it's almost like well they're playing for this thing and so like it has to happen because they're like they're motivated be like i don't know jets are probably gonna try pretty hard in the game you know so i just i, just, I always get a little nervous on those kind of games where like i always kind of like i do tend to favor the underdog in those kind of situations i don't know if this is the right price though Okay, so that's the uh, that's the game itself. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday, on a Wednesday, here on the BetQL Network. Any quick <laughs> award thoughts as an appetizer heading into uh, tomorrow? Yeah, we can do comeback tomorrow. I think that's fine. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. I don't. I I don't know if I even have a lot to say. Can Pelissero get the stupid executive pull out, please, so I can figure out how far ahead Miles Garrett is? It's really obnoxious, especially since TJ Watt's like four sacks ahead of him now. Uh, I have no idea where Garrett stands. I think he's the most likely winner. Uh, put it this way, he gets a home game against the Jets offensive line and Trevor Simeon to beef up those stats. That's pretty good. Uh, Stefanski is the interesting one to me, just because this is not like a statement of fact. It's just how I'm viewing this market. Uh, if the Browns win this game, does he just win? My answer to that question is yes. That I think if they win this game, he wins the award, and you I don't care what anyone else does. I think if they win this game, he wins this award. That's how I'm proceeding. And if that's the case, then him to win coach of the year to me and the Browns money line, minus three fifty actually need to be the same. And you could be like, Well then why aren't you like betting it down right now? I can't explain how much money I have in this market right now. Like, it's absurd. You'll notice, oh, I don't know, it was 11 to 1 six days ago. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I have my fill here. Like, I'm pretty good. And I'm adding. And I added more today because I do. I feel that way. Um, Dan Campbell won a division that his team had never won. And they won a division for the first time in forever. And off that game, all the conversation was about Stefanski. So you tell me why Campbell's price and Stefanski's price. Campbell did that, and everyone's like, hey, how about Stefanski? So what's everyone going to say the next couple weeks about the Lions? There's no more to say. It's done. They won the division. It doesn't matter anymore. They can't do anything else. They got no pop from it. Everyone talked about the other guy. So, like, I think that's a wrap, honestly. I really do. If they win. They may lose, though. Crazy stuff happens at the end. The Broncos lost on in the Holiday Classic. Nobody saw that one coming either. Happens all the time. The Chiefs lost on Sunday. Th these results can happen. But just from a probability standpoint, uh, I think if they win this game, I don't think it matters since he week 18. Uh, I think he wins the award. Uh, and I've been betting it confidently with that as my thesis. Well, I think this kind of like begs the follow-up question. Like, okay, Stefanski wins on, on tomorrow night. Browns clinch right. a playoff spot, standalone game. Like, the Lions got their pop already. Like, they won the division. What if they handle the Cowboys on Saturday night? That's a standalone game also on the road. Like, kind of like then what happens? Well, like, to get what? To get what? To get, like, the two seed? Like, the big, the big thing for them, 
the the handicap of Dan Campbell at midseason, the handicap of Dan Campbell the whole time was not be a really good team. It was he's going to lead this team to do something they basically never done before, and that that could potentially be rewarded with similar to Bruce Arians with the Cardinals or Stefanski the first time he won with the Browns. These were similar handicaps. Like there wasn't even that much year over year win improvement with a couple of those teams. Okay, he did it, and everyone's obsessed with someone else. So I, I hesitate to say like beating Dallas is going to be this seminal moment that's going to change everyone's mind about a guy who's been starting 17 different quarterbacks. So again, like, yeah, if they lose this game to the Jets, then I think some really interesting things can happen. Similar to MVP, actually, if we end up talking about that. But like, if they win, where's the oxygen for someone else to take any of the storylines away? I don't see it. Well, I would like for Kevin Stefanski to win because we bet him, what, like three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? I was uh, out to dinner with my family texting you to text people because I had gotten a ton of Stefanski back from people. And I was just confirming it with you. I can't remember what date that was. I think it was a week before Christmas, something like that. And uh, and I got the same notes back, which led to Kevin yeah. Svesky getting bent to win coach of the year. Hopefully not the money into the furnace gift. Hopefully not any of that. So anyway, that's how uh, I'm proceeding in the market. I don't have to be right. That's how I'm proceeding in it. I, I, I'm, I'm curious if the Lions were to win on Saturday. I agree with you. I don't know if it's like cut and dry. But we'll, we'll find out. We'll see what happens. But they both win. Uh, our- Browns get a standalone game, too. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We'll get back to our handicap of week 17. We'll start with the Lions and the Cowboys, but first, a couple great guests. The first, pro sports better, Rob Pozzola.